0: Welcome back to the Good Portion Mama podcast. I'm your host, Megan King, and I'm so excited you're here. In a world where busyness is celebrated and being overwhelmed is the motherhood norm, this hot mess mom is here to tell you there's joy and fulfillment through setting aside those typical mom expectations and instead building true, authentic connections with Christ, ourselves, and others. So throw those kids some fruit snacks, grab that cold cup of coffee or that well-deserved glass of wine, and let's get ready for the good portion. Happy New Year! It is officially 2021. Happy New Year to my favorite good portion mamas. I'm your host, Megan King. I hope that you all had a wonderful Christmas holiday celebrating the birth of our King Jesus Christ. I want to know, did Santa bring you all the things that you asked for? Huh? Tell me just kidding. You know, I've always been down to celebrate all things Christmas and I usually go straight up Martha and over plan and overdo everything when it comes to holidays. You know, Planning get-togethers, putting out decor, Black Friday shopping, wrapping and coordinating colors, all the things, right? And this year, since we aren't living in our own home yet and we're supposed to be social distancing, there weren't as many big family get-togethers, so it was a completely different flow than normal. And you know what? I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Obviously, the only thing missing was having all my family around. I really wish we could have had all the family get-togethers that we normally do, but I'll be honest, not having to worry about cleaning up before people come over and then after they leave and worrying about putting out the decor for everybody to see it one day out of the year, you know, it was super nice. And I got to sit down and relax and really just enjoy watching my kids open their gifts from us. Normally we're rushing around to get on to the next get together because we have such a big family. (laughs) I even got to play with my kids new toys at the same time as them for the first time. So I got to watch part of a movie marathon with my kids with some popcorn and hot chocolate. So many more things this year that were not part of a to-do or calendar-based. And, you know, I love every minute of it. Well, almost. (laughs) But, you know, as I work on this episode, I found it even more comforting knowing that this new direction that God's been sending me in over this last, albeit weird and sometimes stressful year because of the pandemic, it's exactly the interruption that I needed to realize how much I needed to slow down and really dig in to what my priorities are and not just in not just in my tasks, but just overall in my life. And, you know, I've said it a couple of times before and I'll say it again. I know that every single thing that God brings into my life, whether it be things that I enjoy or things that feel like blessings or things that are troubling or scary or hard, I... I know that he works them for the good and that in every single one of these things, he is either shielding me from something or kind of like the way it's been in the last year, he's training or preparing me for something else. And that has been all the more noticeable this past year. And I'll tell you, it's it's really kind of helped change my perspective in trials and tribulations. So I'm sharing this with you because I hope that you can find that same comfort that if you are in a place right now or even just in the past year with everything crazy that's been going on, that even in the trials and the, the hard stuff, he is either protecting you from something worse or he is training you or preparing you for something even better, okay? That's been all over the place in the things that I've been doing in the last year or so. That's exactly what we're going to dive into in today's episode. We're going to dig in deep and cutting out the chaos through your calendar control. Now, in part one of this series, I explained a little bit about how I'm not just talking about your events on your calendar, right? We're not talking about how to get it organized and get it so that it's viewable by everyone in your family so they can see it, color coding it, making it pretty with stickers and all of that. I'm talking how to make your every day, every week, every month activity planning both in the home, outside of the home, even in your heart and in your mind helping cut the chaos out of the planning process of that, okay? Before we get started in that I want to tell you there are two books that I've read recently that I think are super helpful in all this that have played a big role role and the changes that I've made over the last year and even just in the last couple of weeks. The first one and the main one is called It's About Time, The Art of Choosing the Meaningful Over the Urgent by Valerie Burton. Now, I've mentioned this book before because this was the first thing that pushed me in this new lifestyle or direction or mindset, whatever you want to call it. I happened to see a Facebook post of a fellow wine consultant over a year ago that I was friends with on Facebook, but never really saw much of her stuff in my newsfeed. Thanks, Facebook algorithm. Um, but it was my friend Audra, and she had posted about how this book had completely changed her life. And can I just tell you, I bought it and I'm so glad that I did because it it really has been the first thing that per- propelled me into looking into this, you know, less is more lifestyle, and I am loving every second of it. I'll tell you, I just so happened to see a whole bunch of these on sale at Mardell, and I bought a bunch of them, and I gave away seven of them on Christmas morning, or I guess it was Christmas evening by the time I got to it, but anyway, I really like this book. I'll be honest, it was a little bit of a slow start for me, but when I did get to the things that were hitting home, they really hit home. And I also like in there how she gives you the, the space and kind of the, it's not a spreadsheet, but kind of the list of where you can go in and figure up where you're spending all your time. Now, the second book is a book that I just read a couple of weeks ago. And honestly, it took me less than 24 hours to read it. It was kind of a quick read. It's called Taming the To-Do List by Glynis Witwer. But as I was reading this book, trying to get geared up for this series of episodes that we're doing, I thought this was going to be a little bit more in calendar control in in the ways of what we talked about before of what to plan, what not to plan, stuff like that. But it really covered procrastination more than anything now everybody knows that I am a type a enneagram three kind of person and so you would think that procrastination would not be an issue for me but unfortunately because of the way that I used to plan I would get super stressed out and super overwhelmed and then I would procrastinate on the things that were most important which is the worst thing (laughs) you could do um, but this book helped me understand in more detail of why I procrastinate on some things versus others. And just putting a few small changes into place over the last week, uh, I've I've already seen a major difference. So a big change for me that we have talked about already is the decluttering. And that has minimized the time I'm having to spend cleaning and worrying over physical objects and things that don't bring any value to my main priorities in life. Uh, which we'll talk about a little bit more, but also how I spend all my days. And that's made a huge difference in my ability to focus more on my priorities without feeling guilty. But decluttering and cutting chaos out of my calendar or life has made all the difference as well, if if not even more than cutting out the clutter in regards to the physical things. So today we're going to talk about the three Ps to help you cut the chaos from your calendar or from your life. All right. So the first one we're gonna talk about is priorities. The first thing in all of this change for me was quite literally identifying my priorities. Now, I always knew what my priorities were, but I I didn't have, I didn't have them in any kind of an order, right? An order of priority for my priorities. And this simple act of Prioritizing the order of those big things is, quite honestly, the thing that tripped me up the most. I was trying to put everyone else before God and my health, um, and I was letting things that seemed like a priority, but they were more urgent than anything take over everything else. Now, just know that when I say my health, I'm not talking just physical health or weight or anything like that. I'm talking your mental, emotional, and spiritual health just as much. Realizing that I wasn't putting God first was a hard reality to admit, but it was true. So my priorities are God, my health, my marriage, my kids, And then my family and friends and everything else. The simple act of choosing to read my Bible and start doing daily devotions first thing in the morning changed my whole perspective over the rest of my day. So putting God first because God is and should be my first priority. And while I've been a believer for a long time, I cannot explain the difference And how different a day that starts with God first feels compared to a day where I start with something different, even if it is something good. Now, I also can't tell you how much lower my overall stress, mind you, any year that's putting up record number anxiety and depression diagnoses has been, I can't tell you how much lower my stress has been simply because I have been choosing to put God first, first thing in the morning. Now, in many of the devotions and sermons and podcasts, Bible readings or whatever that I've gone through, God keeps reminding me over and over how that if I just give it up to him, let him lead, it's all going to work for the good. And um, that's absolutely the case this entire year. You know, everybody's talking about how 2020 has been the worst year ever. And I, I love a good meme. I'll share a good meme all the time, but if I'm being completely honest, this year has been amazing for us. Now, mind you, I would never wish a pandemic on anybody. I know that there are tons of people struggling because of all things COVID, right? But because I have chosen to put God first and put my focus and my eyes on Him, He has shown me all the amazing things that He's done for me this year, and I am eternally grateful. So make God your first and largest priority. Ask God to make clear to you what his calling is over your life and what your priorities are or should be in that calling. You know, in Jeremiah 29 11, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and future. So if God's the only one who knows what my future holds and he already has a plan why wouldn't I consult with him first? Why wouldn't I ask him to direct my steps before I try to manage a life as crazy busy as mine? But I want you to know, you can't simply just ask God in a two-second prayer, direct my steps, Lord, amen, and then just fill your days however you see fit, right? You, you truly have to remove yourself from distractions, set aside time to sit down, to be in prayer and relationship with him, read his word. Praise him for all that he's done in your life. And then ask with the faith that whatever direction he takes you in, whether it's where you want to go or not, is going to be better than any plans that you could make. And then you also need to make sure that you're waiting for him to impart his directions. Okay? Personally, I've asked him to give me direction in the form of a color-coded Google calendar with hourly reminders, but that's something I'm still sitting here waiting on. So... uh, (laughs) In all seriousness, though, if you're truly in faith asking for his direction and surrendering surrendering your plans to him, I know he's going to give it to you, okay? And every single time you're looking to make plans or create a schedule, make sure that you are asking him for his wisdom and direction to know what things you should be doing in each moment of your days that help prepare you and press you forward in your calling and in your relationship to your priorities. So that first P was... Priorities, making God the main priority in planning your life, okay? P number two is protection. Once you've received God's calling and direction for your life or your plans and you know where those priorities lie, you've also got to take action to not only plan it, but protect those plans. But what are we protecting it from, right? Now, I said before, I'm a type A Enneagram firstborn You know, the planning part is my favorite part, you guys. You know, I love making lists. I love filling out planners. I love to organize those plans, color code, decorate the heck out of it so that I enjoy looking at it. But even with direction from the Lord of the things that he would have me doing, I still have to remember that I have to have a realistic understanding that there are only so many hours in a day, so many days in a week, and so on. And in order to really focus on my real God-directed priorities, I have to be willing to protect my calendar from things that would cause me to deviate from that plan. And I have learned a lot lately that sometimes that means saying no a whole heck of a lot more to things that ultimately seem like they might be serving one of my main priorities but instead are hindering higher-ranked priorities even more. Okay, so for example, I signed up for a gym membership at the beginning of the year. Long story short, I signed up for it because they actually had childcare, and then COVID hit, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I signed up for this gym membership, going to the gym, obviously, so I can work on my physical health, which is a priority, right? However, with COVID, in order to go to this gym, because childcare got closed, I had to get up at 5 a.m. So I could go to the gym and return home before my kids wake up. But to be able to get to the gym at 5 a.m. meant I'd have to wake up even earlier to do my God time. And then that meant I had to forfeit my mommy daddy alone time to go to bed early so that I could wake up early. It was a mess. And then when I'm paying a monthly fee for a gym and going but not spending quality time with my husband, it's like, well, if I'm not nourishing my marriage, I'm going to have a healthy body, but I'm not going to have a partner to share it with. So... And I also am not doing my God time because I'm waking up late and having to run to the gym really quick before all the kids wake up. So I had to protect my priorities by creating a different plan, by canceling the gym membership and going to do a short at-home workout in the morning before my kids wake up. So does that make sense? Like you have to take a look at what's on your calendar and see what priorities you're benefiting and what priorities you're hurting, and, and really just kind of weigh that out. Here's another example. I love kids. I love my kids, and I love almost everyone else's kids. <laughs> just kidding. Sort of. I really do love everybody's kids. Anyway, completely different story. I ran I ran the nursery at my church for a while. We've talked about this before. Because I knew that they needed somebody. I knew it would be something I'd be good at. And I mean, it's serving at the church. Obviously, that is serving the priorities of God, right? And I'm serving others at the same time. But then when I had both of my girls and they were in the nursery, after a year of it, I realized making my duties in the nursery a priority was actually hurting my relationship with my kids and with God. I found myself dreading going to church on nights that I had to work in the nursery because I was no longer getting that break to focus on God independently away from my kids or a break from the same kids I was spending nearly every single waking moment of every single day with as a stay-at-home mom. Now, don't get me wrong. I know and fully understand what a blessing my kids are, and I wouldn't hesitate to take down a mob of hungry zombies to protect them because I love them so much. But sometimes mama just needs some time away, okay? They always say about food, too much of a good thing isn't always a good thing. That applies to time with your kids too, especially when you have four of them. So (laughs) I had to protect my relationship with my kids by stepping away from working in the nursery. I had to protect my relationship and longing to be with God by stepping away from working in the nursery, which on its own is a very awesome thing that does further God's glory but is not my calling in this season of my life. So when you're planning your days and your calendar, you need to be sure to really think about the order of your priorities and the weight of those priorities and what things you're doing that are going to carry the most weight in furthering God's glory through your calling and making sure that you're protecting them. Okay. So while you're planning your calendar or your day, you've got to be able to arm yourself with the ability to say no or not yet or not anymore to the things that don't hold the most weight in your pursuit of your calling and in furthering God's glory. Okay. So, I've cut out the things through decluttering that take up space in my home and my time to care for or clean. I've asked God for direction in his calling over my life and what my priorities should be in my focus and in what order. I've learned the importance of protecting my priorities by saying no to both obvious and sometimes not so obvious distractions from some of the most important issues or responsibilities. But this last part is participation. I have also learned to ask for help and delegate more. God has made it clear over and over again to me that I cannot live out my calling in a way that glorifies him the most, and quite frankly, that he doesn't expect me to alone. Okay? Participation. We are called by God to live this life and glorify him together with people. Now, that doesn't mean that you're constantly doing things for other people. It also means being able to humble yourself and know that you can't do it alone and asking for help or delegating in the case of children. Because I can tell you, if I just ask my kids, most likely they're not going to do it. (laughs) Just kidding. We've got great kids. And if I'm truly asking and not just being lazy, my kids will usually get up and help. But we have to be able to say no. But if you are saying yes, we need to make sure that we're able to ask for help. These episodes, I have to ask somebody to take care of Sadie while I'm recording these episodes. Because I know that while recording an episode is not difficult it does take time. It does require quiet. It does require my full attention to make sure that you guys aren't getting some while I'm talking, right? Or dogs barking and stuff like that. So I have to be able to ask somebody to watch Sadie away from wherever it is that I'm recording, whether that's a completely different house or just asking my son to help turn on a movie or help her with her little preschool work pages on the opposite side of the house for 30 minutes, whatever that is. You have to. Make make sure that you are allowing other people to help participate in all the things that you're planning and doing. Your kids, your kids can do chores. Home management seems to be one of the things that upsets a lot of people because they feel like they have to get all these things done, but they also have to be Uh, A full-time working mom or a part-time working mom. Or maybe you're just a stay-at-home mom, but you got a heck of a ton of kids, right? You have to be able to include others in participating in each of these daily activities. So whether that's carpooling, asking someone if your kids can carpool to basketball practice or home from basketball practice, that's what I've got with Ray for her preschool. There is another mom who lives in the same area as us. Ray's preschool is like a 20-25 minute drive from here. So this mom, I go meet her and drop off Ray to her and she drives the girls there and back on Mondays. I do it on Wednesdays and then we're each on our own on Fridays. But that gives me a couple hours on Monday mornings that I don't have to be somewhere completely different than at home. I can spend a little one-on-one time with Sadie without Ray being all up in my face at the same time. So you need to remember priorities, Protection and participation. Now, maybe one of these days we'll go through how great I am at my Google Calendar and color coding and setting up my my days and my focuses and stuff like that. But if you're doing any kind of planning and you are not utilizing these three Ps as you're planning all of that stuff, you're setting yourself up for failure, okay? You've got to have your, your mind in the right mindset, with the right priorities and the right order of those priorities and the ability to ask for help to be able to schedule things that work for you and work for your family. So that is all of our episode for today. I am so sorry that we didn't get to get together over the Christmas break, um, but I love, love, love that we are back together now. Next week, in our episode, in our last of this series of Cutting Out the Chaos, we are going to talk about decluttering your connections um, in a little bit more detail. We covered the Facebook connection side of it, but I want to cover just a little bit more in depth on what we're looking for and what we're not looking for in our connections. So, I hope that you guys are setting yourselves up for success and making sure that that success that you are setting yourself up for is God-directed and everything that he wants for you in your life. And as always, lots and lots of love and cheers. Hey there, Mama. Before you go, do you want to know what other books I'm looking forward to reading this year in 2021? Be sure to join our Facebook community, The Good Portion Mama on Facebook groups and see our next post coming up this week, sharing all the books that I have planned to read going forward over the next 12 months. See you there. Did you enjoy this episode? Did you learn anything new? If you did, be sure to leave us a review. Bye.